Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. Me and Nathan were just debriefing. It's been a month since we last saw each other and working full time. I literally was, we were just talking about this beforehand. Nathan's been super busy too. It's flying by. The time's flying by. No wonder we get behind on these podcasts because it doesn't even feel like it's been that long at all. But so much has happened. That's what we were saying. Uh, but then I was saying that I've let some of my habits that I've liked that I had slip. And it's been like kind of affecting things, especially with my perception of time uh, and, and especially journaling. Uh, I think when I was doing the weekly journal, um, my perception of time and looking back on things was a lot more vivid and I could see better and I want to do that more. Um, but then we were both talking about the buildup effect, I guess, that we both kind of experience. Um, so yeah, like when I do journals, if I... Like, I think you explained it best, like when you have to go back and fill it in, you know? Yeah. I mean, one thing I've noticed is like a hard thing to follow with journaling is just like, you know, when you're re I, I like to write my journals that like where it um protects like the narrative accuracy of what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. so if you read your journal, right, I always imagine if I picked up this journal 40 years from now can I keep up with what was going on in my life? And so, you know, I'll write the journal where every entry I try to fill in what also happened before that date and the date I'm writing, of course. And that gets really intimidating once you've missed like two years of journal <laughs> entries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you're yeah. like, I think my last journal entry, if I had to be honest, um, I think I, well, actually I know I did write one like just a few months ago, but you know, I also got engaged a few months ago. So now I have to write about that. And now I have to write about, you know, wedding planning and how that's going and my the jobs I've had and it'll our be worth it to write birthday about and it. and then no and that's I you know thing. me, I'm an overwriter. So <laughs> I, and I, I write my journals way. by hand, which is also That's fucked. You. Why do you do that? That I don't understand. But it's cool. That. It's cool when you're reading I have journals from when I was eight years old. Like eight years old, seven years old, and you read you see you watch like the handwriting. Yeah. It's cool. I literally have them all together. And like, um, actually it's cool because Nicholas read, um, one of my journal books the other day and that was his, like, you let him read it. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know that, uh, he was reading it. Oh shit. I don't think I would let anyone read my shit. No, this was back when I was like his age eight years old okay that's very yeah, eight, eight, yeah. yeah i think that was my journal I, when you i journaled from, when you were eight years old you psychopath yes you have a i've, fucking been, I've been journaling i've been journaling since six years old i think no fucking way. five six years old yeah you have a journal entry of your thoughts when you were a six-year-old yeah i think yeah, i could show you yeah it's cool. pull that shit out okay, okay. continue <laughs> talk about this more but that just made this 10 times better yeah yeah, yeah. this is the motherfucking journaling episode yeah okay? yeah that's what this is um, you have to feel. You have to talk I while I I'd, look for it. I it's didn't under think my I'd bed. be that damn excited about a journal. No, it's cool, man. Like literally, um, six years old. I think what, so. What, what it made you as a six-year-old want to write a journal? I love writing. Ever since all I can remember. How I mean, did I not you know, know this? How did I not know that you had a six-year-old? I feel journal? like that's what like fuels my creative side. Honestly, that's Your why. Like that's self? why I'm not. Or what? No, or no. Like um, well. All of my creative like endeavors throughout my entire life are like linked to me writing about my life. So that's why I never got into painting. Because mm. painting, you're not using you're not conveying like a story in for me. I know for a lot of people they are, but for me, like my brain could never like 
see that as like you know or like building a lego set like creatively but like the first things i would do when i was when i was little i would write books like i would write like little books i'd write like comic books and i'd write like i a did story. the comic books i did the comic books but yeah the, and then i got into movies like making films which was like the same thing like you say an age next to these two oh so like like i think the the comic book stuff i was doing that like super early like probably like like eight eight to eight from like age eight to like so it's like maybe like grade? 10 eight to ten probably seven maybe seven to ten i was doing like comic books and writing stories like writing books and then 11 to like probably 16 i was doing like movies like more film stuff and then 17 to now is like music i'd say hmm so yeah you know it's like i've always liked writing and so when i was like given my mom gave me this little spiral notepad um and i remember just like her being like yeah you could write like journals in here like write about your day and i just like loved it and so i still have it my first journal um wow and i have i think i have four journals so each journal um and they're full page the cover to cover no i only have one journal that's cover to cover and actually my last journal so there's i have four journals and then the fourth journal is a very different kind of style because my mom began a mother's son journal where she said because she lost her dad and her dad was like you know her someone she really looked up to and she said like there's a lot of times in my life that i wish i had like his writings where i can think about like what he would tell me in the situation and so she's like i want to start this journal with you where like you can always look back on this journal between the two of us and so my journal entry styles have changed in the last uh three years because she started that journal wait so what is a mother son uh journal so it's just a normal journal entry but she we write letters to each other so she writes like you know um like dear cody because obviously she doesn't call me like nathan and it's like she tells me like i'm so proud of you for like you know graduating college today and like it's kind of says them like like, in the moment or do you wait to read them uh she usually puts it by my nightstand and i read it like the next day and then i respond to her this is the cutest fucking thing or i write and i write like about what's going on this is too healthy this is too (laughs) fucking healthy i I, what what is this this is too um she does it with all the kids so it's not it's not just me she does it with all the kids kids. holy that's such a great gesture but i'm the only writer out of the out of the kids so no so one else writes back no one else that's writes so back. sad um that's so sad but mine we filled up an entire journal because, damn yeah we we she started it i think after high school so like first year of college really wow yeah and then we we finished that first journal so i have we're on our second one now and i haven't been as good on keeping up with it this year but so is this a daily thing or is this no it's like it's more of like a once every few months thing um so usually when there's something important or a lot of times sometimes we have like a really big fight she'll write in it and she'll explain to me like hey like this is what i'm trying to teach you and you guys pass it yeah we pass it along yeah so that's crazy awesome thank you that's uh that's that's my latest my last journals have not been like you know dear diary or whatever it's been more like dear mom and i'm telling her like my thoughts and you're actually watching my life through the perspective of like a back and forth my mom so my journal entries are definitely different 
the last few that's some movie yeah. shit i've never even heard it where'd you guys get this idea from like i've she never did. Even heard yeah she said she literally it's from what i told you she said she wishes she had something like this with her dad because she lost her dad like not at a young age but before having is this something kids. people do or is this just like a unique thing that you guys kind of started I, i'm really curious I, honestly i feel like you know if it wasn't for you asking me like it's not something that like i like go around sharing so maybe people do it but i also feel like it takes a unique kind of person who loves writing and journaling to do it because it takes a really good relationship and, and probably that too a, probably a that mom too and son to yeah. journal like that because no one faith don't i don't even write text back. back my mom <laughs> <laughs> they also are have a problem texting her back too so um yeah yeah sure. and i think it's because like i have that bone in me that i'm very sentimental so mm. i write back to her like knowing i'm gonna read this like i love like writing stuff down because i love watching myself evolve and like mature that's why i like making music is because like i listen to molly and i'm like dang like it's cringe but that's how i like 17 year old me thought and you know i'm excited to make my next album where you see like you know how i'm thinking between mdma and now and then like my goal for my albums is literally for me to be able to sit back when i'm 40 in my, my reclining chair and listen from molly to the final album and like watch me grow up from like you know a boy to a man that's like the whole like storyline of like my albums mm -hmm. so i just i like that i kind of like a lot that. of fucking documentation because we also i feel like um or so at least i don't give myself enough credit when i'm thinking about my journaling do we also have this freaking podcast like we're gonna have like too much content <laughs> yeah even. yeah we're gonna have too much shit to even go back exactly. on to even pro so that that's also gonna be like kind of op to kind of yes. literally hear ourselves talk no literally literally that's why that's even better than writing yeah. in in most ways i think that's why our podcast made it 200 episodes yeah is because like yeah. me and you have that unique personality where we literally like love documenting you know our ourselves grow like i think me and you are the only people i know who like even kept as much instagram posts up as we did you know what yeah I'm saying? they finally dropped and, and they did online. drop but at the same time it was it's not because like you wanted to it's just because of work and stuff and i think i'm the same way like if it wasn't because of external factors, I'd keep that stuff up too. You know what I'm saying? It's still t I can still view it in my archives. It's yeah. Not even like it's not there. I think yeah. it's me and you have the same like sentiment in that area, you know? So I don't know. I think journaling is really cool. I'm a big fan of it for sure. Yeah. My journals, dude, my journals are like, like very notiony. You know what I mean? I make notion. It's all notion pages. And so, I have like photos and I throw in like, if I talk about our podcast when I'm journaling, I throw in our podcast episode. That's great. Yeah. I throw in like links, like photos of like the media I was consuming. So like every, I would say like a standard journal for me, takes me anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour to do one week. And that's like with typing full speed and like doing but that's my great. Thing. You're going to like look back and love that you did that though yeah but now there's just huge gaps like i just did like you know there's huge gaps but, yeah. I, but I did it straight for like a uh, a year you do have this podcast to, to fill in the gaps and i have the, that's what i'm thinking is yeah. i have the podcast to fill in the gaps um and so i'm not really as hard on myself especially starting to like going full time it's on the weekends it's crazy it's like i used to be so motivated to like get shit done um but now it's just like I either want to spend it with Emily or just like sleep or just relax or, you know, I don't want to do shit. And so it's, uh, 
Um, but it's weird because it's also a duality because on the weekends, I also don't, I know that I don't have t- any time during the week. So I kind of want to do shit also. So it's kind of like this weird thing. Um, cause all my time during the week is, but I need to start journaling again. Cause, um, but what I'm really interested in is the fucking journals from when you were six years old. That's crazy. Oh so yeah. If you yeah. You got, you got to keep talking. How is it going to, you have to look for it or like, what? I know that? where it is, but it's, I have to get it from under my bed. It's in a, not a great Dude, place. Under this bed, there's so much crazy shit. Dude, you gotta like, you gotta like one day just like photocopy all that shit too. Yeah. Just did I, is there a service where you could just hand it and digitalize it? Be you, you tell me, thing. man. You tell if, me. If you know you're ahead thing. of your time in terms of knowing what's going on in tech and stuff like that. I, you know, I, if there's not a service like that, that honestly is a business idea. But if this under this bed, if under this bed caught fire, dude, that would literally be the saddest thing of all fucking time. You know what I mean? There is so much good shit in there. Your box of shit, also. Um. That's pretty crazy, man. I forgot your. You guys kind of also like scrapbooking shit too. So you guys are like crazy on the documentation side of things. Um, that I didn't even know about the scrapbooking until like what a year ago when I when you showed me that scrapbook and I was like, what the fuck? And you're like, you you do that to me all the time. You're like, oh by the way, I have ten thousand scrapbooks under my bed. Like now this dude's pulling out like five thousand journals. Like of course he is. Like why am I even surprised at this point? This guy has all these secrets that um, he talks about so casually, too. Like, Nathan will just be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have a journal from when I was six. Like, no big deal. Like, oh, yeah, of I, I always love journaling. Oh, yeah, you didn't know this? I have journals from when I was six years old predicting my entire life future. Oh, here's me back in 2003 predicting 9-11. Oh, wait, what? Wait, that doesn't even make sense. Okay, other other way around. 2003 predicting... Uh, the great the uh, recession yeah, in 2008. Recession. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Let's see. I don't know if I was six, but let's see how. Dude, that's awesome. Let's okay, there's how... so describe it. So, so you I was Garfield okay. On so the front. I was seven. I was a year. I was that's a year off. Crazy. But... That's crazy. It doesn't matter. So yeah, it says smarter than I look. Mm. It, my mom got this for me. Forty nine cents. That's kind of a fucked up na- like thing to get a kid. You're smarter than you I look. Don't, I don't. I just. <laughs> I don't think she meant it that. I mean, yeah, personally. I don't think she did. But and I don't even think she up. thought I'd keep this, you, you know? But yeah, you see, it's like 2003. Wait, can I see? That's it's crazy. The notebook on the back, it's 2003. So it's like a... This is vintage. It's vintage. It's 20 years old. It was um, produced in uh, Dayton, Ohio. Shout yeah. out. So wait, so she bought this in 2003 and then gave it to you in like what? So 2007? Guess so, yeah. I think my mom was into journaling too. So... I think she like here's the real thing dude is that your mom just had a bunch of these journals and every kid just got these journals and that's the true story your mom didn't think it was a journal or anything she probably just got it for you just to have she's like oh he'll probably draw pictures in it and some shit and fucking psychopath Nathan as a seven year old was like oh I know what I'll do I'll go and I'll journal in this every single day like a proper good boy no 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 she I think she did encourage me to journal but I think like I didn't realize how much I'd like it yeah, and Jesus. so you okay, let's see so, the first journal entry you so ever first, wrote. Yeah, first journal entry you ever wrote. It says literally number one right here. Damn. Uh, so you see, it says July 9th, two thousand eight. Wait, you, one, dude, how the fuck did you know to date it? Like, nine, see, maybe, maybe you did, your mom did help you out because that's crazy. You no, dated no, no, no. no, no. This was when you see that I do it every day. You're like, oh, like this guy just actually liked it. And you so, journaled every day as a seven year old. Yeah, I mean, shut it's, the fuck up. Yeah, look, it's July nine, then ten, then eleven. Dude, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> I like mean, maybe am 14, I crazy 15? right now? But this is blowing my mind. Like, I cannot. I don't know. I just, I, I tell can you, I man. Like, wait, I love I this. So yeah. wait, it says, just be careful with it. But yeah, so wow. it says nine forty one p.m. 
and says, I was asking for goldfish, pretzel flavor. I still like that. And ice cream. How did you write? You write better than I do today, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? We man? brought the goldfish from Target and brought the ice cream at Albertsons. I went out with my mom. My brother wouldn't stop letting my mom and me go to buy my goldfish and my ice cream. I also got to sit in the passenger seat. I also can't stay for VBS, parentheses, vacation Bible school for the next two days because of our Cabo trip. That's your entry number one. That's my first genre entry. As a what kid. the fuck, dude? That's the cutest thing I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. That, yeah. that brought me back. I, I was in vacation Bible school also. Yeah. So that literally brought me back, bro, to, to that. What the fuck? Anyways, can we, can we, can we go back? Yeah, let's sure. go, let's, can we interpret that a little bit? Okay, so, sure. so let's interpret Nathan as a kid. Can you can you read that as if like you're interpreting it? I think, well, number one is I'm a creature of habit. I still love goldfish pretzel flavor. So like, it's so funny. Like, So you asked that. for it and your mom wouldn't let you get more of it? Is that what no, it's saying? No, she, she let me, but she my brother wouldn't like let my mom and me go so that means like um we went out together to go to the store and noah was like clinging being like no don't leave oh my gosh was, okay i didn't you know even, I he didn't was even pick like up on that he was like six at this time yeah so you know he like didn't want us to leave and so that's and you wrote that down that's i wrote so that cute. down yeah i did not know that's what you meant i guess we're going to cabo in two days too after this so just um, a casual family trip to cabo like I said, the best family Yeah, here, I'll, I'll tell you about... I, this. I like number three. Look at this. Number three, I said, July 11th, number three, time 10.02 a.m. It says, I'm in the plane now. The kind of plane we're on is called American Airlines. Outside the window, I see dry land and blue ocean water. I can't wait till Andy, parentheses, my cousin, comes. When Andy comes, I'm going to show her my brother and I's DS. After days and months talking about our trip, we are finally in the plane flying to Cabo. Shut the fuck up. This is awesome. <laughs> Wait, that's so cool. Yeah. Wait, you wrote like incredibly well for a seven year old. Oh, thank also. you, man. Well, I mean, what the, dude, I'm telling you, when I was seven years old, I was not sentient, bro. When I was <laughs> seven years old, I did not know what the fuck was going on. I was a shell of a human uh, walking the lands aimlessly. Yeah. And you were like a fully sentient human. No. <laughs> like, 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 that's crazy. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Okay, we're going through. You're, we, we're going to read more of these, and then if you're comfortable with it, I want to go through some like other years, like sure, maybe, not like yeah, maybe not up sure, to recent, sure. but let's do like at least the kid I'll, ones. I'll, I'll pick the ones I'll read out, you know, because I have some absolutely. like brutal ones for sure. So you, yeah, do you I go through this re frequently? Like, are you familiar with uh, these? Journal I go entries? through it like once every few years. I oh, remember wow, okay. like me and Sophia, like um, like we we pulled it all out and I and we read a lot of them together. Okay, um, gotcha. So you're somewhat familiar with them. Yeah, yeah, that's why I know like w that's why I kind of know the general times and stuff like that. There are definitely gaps. I don't journal like every year, but there's generally journals for most of my life, like f for sure, you know. So the journals that I started in 2021 were the first times I ever journaled. Oh, really? Ever in my life. Maybe I had some assignments in school where I journaled, but I had not journaled a single page that I own. I could probably go through like my dad like kept a lot of shit. So maybe I could find some journal. Maybe I should actually after seeing this because I would love to hear myself yeah. write when I was that yeah. age. I don't think, dude, I'm telling you, I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm seriously not trying to be nice right now. I do not think that when I was seven years old, I had the mental capabilities to write a journal for my future self in that style. Like straight up. Mm. Maybe I did. Maybe I'm just giving myself like, a, maybe I just am looking back and thinking I was dumber than I was. But I was just like, I think it's unusual for a kid. I honestly don't think it's normal. I remember. I would never have thought of doing that. I remember Noah 
um, you know, being like my little brother, he'd see me journaling and he'd also try to journal. And I remember him really being stumped as to like why I found it appealing. So he would try to keep up. Yeah, you know, it's the like stupidest thing it's, ever. It's like he's trying to like copy me. And so he had a, my mom was like, oh, yeah, like here, like have your own journal. And he had like often the mirror image of my journals. But the thing is, the entries would be very different. So he would see like you'd see my entries being like a whole page and his would just be like, uh, like I ate food. That and would be mine. Man. Happy, silly, you know, crazy. Like he just says like, saying random words. And it's just like he's like, what is so fun about this? Dude, and he'd this- always like give up. <laughs> which is probably like the normal kid thing like i think Noah was normal and i'm the weird one this shit right here i'm seeing a fucking bin of journals and i'm seeing this journal from when he was seven that looks like this this is the shit that they pull out on the reality tv show when there's a fucking murder suicide (laughs) a family murder suicide and they're saying this man as a seven-year-old child wrote about how his family was about to go on a trip to cabo sadly today he exploded them all with a bazooka (laughs) And they are no longer with us in a tragic murder-suicide like in like, Placentia. Like the, like the Riddler's inner thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what the fuck is this crazy shit, dude? Oh, man. All right, let me pull another one. Let me see. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. I I just, I'm blown away, man. It's That's a... I mean, Christian, out there, tell me if I'm being, like, over the top right now. I'm not trying to, like, be over the top. I'm genuinely just impressed. Maybe I just was a stupid kid. I have no idea. I have no idea. Dude, but it's even, like, it's weird because for me, I haven't even, like, spent any time looking back on my journals. Even though I've done it for two years, maybe I've read, like, three or four journals I've wrote. Is that weird? I don't know. Um, But I feel like maybe it is. Maybe, but I think eventually I will look back and i don't listen to that many podcasts anymore in the past two but when i do i always have a good time every time i listen to an old podcast i'm like "Mm, wish i didn't say that but um it's okay you know i never feel like i'm too hard on myself but looking back um but let me tell you i'd never done some shit like this in my journals now too, it's interesting because the journals I do, I wonder if I'm going to look back and actually like kind of wish I didn't do it that way, but I don't really get into the emotional side of myself like at all in my journals. I don't know if you do that, Nathan, but my journals are very like logical and factual and like very like general. Like I feel like I never really like talk about like, um, like I'll talk about generally how I feel about things, but not like that, not like as emotional as maybe I will hope in the future. But I can just never get myself to to journal in that way. It's mainly just like, oh, this week I did X, Y, and Z. And oh, this event happened. And here's a funny story. And here's some things I was looking at. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm never like, um, dude, I have one of those. Okay, I have one of those. That that shit, I, I, wait, I we but, should. But here's the thing is this one's interesting because it's not even the middle that's important. It's the end. Dude, they have, okay, this is a perfect fucking example. Okay, so look, this is the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. This is the do-it-yourself book. I fucking love this thing. But look, what's your story? And then you see these are my all... I have a ton of journals. Okay, so this, is the, the perfect, the get, this is the perfect example. Nathan, at the same age probably as me, if not even fucking younger, got this book. I got a book identical. Yeah. Identical. And so Nathan just said, fuck the front. 
what the fuck is the front of this oh, book? I did it. I still filled it out. Okay, of course you still <laughs> filled it out. I'm not saying you didn't fill it out, yeah. but Nathan's like, oh, let's skip over the front and let's just go to the back, right? Bro, I didn't even make it through the fucking front. I made it through like three <laughs> yeah, quarters I finished of the, the entire front. book. The front is like prompts. So the front is like questions and prompts yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like very short too. I remember I didn't even fully finish that. And Nathan finished the entire book. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, and Nathan's still... But did you hear what I was saying about the emotional side of journaling? Yeah, I I think I do. Honestly, I do write, like, my emotional stuff because for some reason, like, I don't know, man. Like, I just always had this thought since I was really, really little. Like, someone's going to want to know what I'm thinking right now. Like, someone's going to want to read these journals and hope that I was as detailed as possible because someone's going to read this one day. You know what I'm saying? I had that weird, like, consciousness where I was like, what I'm writing is important. Even know? today, I don't think like that. <laughs> and I don't know. And I, I guess I am glad I think that way because even if no one else finds important, like future me finds important. That's also why I, why I write like the future me emails too to myself because yeah, I those think emails those are, are great. fun. Those emails are great. Um, but this, okay, so it's this was eight years old now. So this is a, yeah, a little bit later. Oh man, your eight-year-old me is gonna probably blow my journals out of the water today. <laughs> no, no, but this one has drawings. So I'm, I I'm doing quite... I'm doing what you do with Notion, but like it has a we're drawing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, look at this, March 24, 2009. I had pajama day. I brought highlighter, my stuffed animal, and my pillow gum gum. Piano. Oh my God. Lessons. Uh, missed my one missed one dollar scoop Tuesdays. The, those Fuck. they had those at Baskin Robbins. Fuck. And played kickball with friends, and I had an illustration of me playing kickball with my friends. That's sick. And then it said, my aunt's birthday, I got to watch Star Wars Episode Six with Noah, my brother. So Bro, I guess it's so funny. I, saw, I feel like you, I've drawn yeah. the Star Wars in that same exact way. Every little kid Every, draws Star Wars just Today like is that. my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. This is kind of creepy. Again, this is what they'd pull up on the news channel yeah. when there's the serial killer on the screen. It's a little child staring at his mom in his bed. <laughs> Maybe. I'm saying happy birthday though. I'm singing happy birthday to her. Oh, and you also drew like the face in the bottom. What? Card. What funny. a sight! We saw a tornado right on the playground while playing kickball. A duster. <laughs> it was probably a duster. We thought it was dusters. a tornado. Yeah. Okay, so today is Friday. It's May 29, 2009. So we had all of our tests after school. We went to the movies with my friend, my mom, and I. Brother, my brother Noah, Chris, my friend, and neighbor, and his mom came to the movies. We saw a night at the museum, battled the Smithsonian. After that, and then we played Wii. And a little illustration, I guess. Wow, Nathan, I have a really fucked up joke that's like a ten out of ten Dude. fucked up joke <laughs> okay. that I'm gonna regret. That this is this is gonna be one that you're gonna have to edit out. I'm I'm ninety nine. No, don't sure. make me give. <laughs> don't Nathan, give me work. I'm so sorry. Okay, you can just bleep it out. How about that? That'll be even funnier because this is a bad joke. I just want to see a reaction. I mean, okay, it's kind of funny though. It's like I just I just have to say it. It's one of those jokes okay, I have okay. to say. But like, I think it kind of puts it into perspective too. Oh, it's so fucked up, but. <laughs> You um, would you would have been the worst child in the world to be, like as a predator to molest. <laughs> you know, no. like seven year old little Timmy gets a fucking molested. I'm like I'm like then, I'm like drawing it out like motherfucker. You would have fucking had the whole entire thing like written down. Like that shit would have been on the thing. There would have been a police got, report in your fucking journal. The dude. police are like, we're looking for this man, you and it's like the, it's like the name. picture of like the freaking sketch of the dude. <laughs> Oh my god, is that too fucked up to say? I don't know. That's a hilarious joke. I don't I want to like leave that in, but I feel like I shouldn't. <laughs> it's up to you. I'm gonna leave that one up to you. I mean I'm just saying it in a way where it's like that also kind of puts it into perspective of most little kids at that time, like 
Dude, what the... Oh, you'd be like, uh, Uncle Tony... <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Tony did something weird today. He did, Like, you would have it jar- documented. Maybe not. Okay, maybe we take this out. Maybe it doesn't make as much sense as we thought. I don't know. No, I mean, I did see... Um, okay, wait, wait. This reminds me of a joke I saw on Twitter the other day. And I sent it to Sophia. And it's actually... Okay, this is exactly what we were talking about. So... Okay, okay, look at this. It's it's titled, Always Check Your Child's Homework Before They Hand It In. This guy's name is Pooh, age eight. Um, he has this drawing up here called Super Dad, and then the title is, My Daddy is a Hero. My daddy is a hero because he saved my mom from going to heaven. My mom would be dead if my daddy wouldn't be so brave. It happened last week. I could hear my mom scream in the bedroom. Oh God, I'm coming. Oh God, I'm coming. I was so scared. I didn't want my mom to die. I ran into my parents' bedroom. Her legs were sticking straight up in the air. God tried to pull her up, but daddy was on her and pushed her back. He pushed so many times until God okay, let her fake. go. Is, that, is this fake or is this real? Cause that's, I don't dude, know. that's crazy. It's like, dude, that's hilarious. Dude, you might have one of those journals in there. Like, I might have some of that. Oh, I gotta, we, I gotta we reread. We Maybe you were molested, man. <laughs> we don't know if you were molested I'm yet. Like, I'm like reading. It's like a trauma <laughs> response. Oh man, that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up, dude. That'd be crazy. There probably is someone that, that's so funny, dude. There, yeah. But the handwriting is like weirdly good, even though it's bad. You know, I don't know. Oh no, it's good, but it's so funny. Um, but dude, yeah, if. <laughs> That dude, someone has read their journal and saw some shit in there that they did not know happened. That's probably traumatic though, and that's probably fucking scary. I remember like, have you seen? Because you're on like r slash like off my chest relationship advice, and there's a lot of people on dude, there. I've seen the most fucked up thing. But the thing people, is, people on there be reading each other's journals. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I've seen like so many of those relationship stuff where it's like, I read my husband's relationship. I read my husband's journal, and he has feelings for his coworker. What do I do? And everyone's like, dude, you literally read his journal, like. What are you doing? That's also okay. That's fucked up that she read the journal, but that's also like for me, my journal is maybe this is bad too. Maybe I need to rethink like journaling a little bit. My journal is slightly filtered, I would say. Mm. Like I don't have anything in my journal that is like, I mean, I'm maybe, I don't know. But that's kind of the point of journaling a little bit. Unfiltered. It's so that you can like let it out. It's like a therapy session and it makes you, that's why like journaling is a, like recommended by like therapists and stuff to do as like a mental exercise. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I, I guess I just have treated it just like uh, there's a slight filter on my journal. Mm. I'll say that I don't say everything. So you never journal. write anything emotional in there. Like I write things emotional, but like I, if there's some shit that I would not be comfortable with someone else hearing, I, mm. I'll, I'll probably, my, my line will be way further than it would be normally, but it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I guess I can't really think of any like specific examples, but like I know that when I'm journaling, it's not like yeah. I'm not, I, I, there's times where I'm like, oh, I kind of want to phrase that better. You know what yeah, I mean? Or, yeah. Oh, I kind of don't want to mention. I get that. that. I think like I don't. I definitely don't write like my deepest, darkest thoughts into my journal, but I definitely write like what I'm going through. I think, and I think the with the way my brain justifies it is like the only person reading this is future me, and he'll understand when he reads this. Like what what this is about and i feel like even if someone did read it i'm like i don't know i feel like i'll just i just i just don't tell a lot of people about my journals or tell them where it's stored so i'm like how are they going to find it you know 
And I don't know, like sometimes even when I'm really thinking like, okay, my kids might find this, but I'm like, okay, well, they'll, 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 like, they'll know like their dad is a human being. Like, you know, he's 17 going through like an identity crisis. Like that's like, it maybe might make them feel like they're less alone, you know? So I don't know. God damn it, Nathan. Why do you got to have the best answer? I, I just, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to rethink. I feel like, dude, this this whole process right now is making me rethink a lot of the ways I'm doing my journal, especially just because, like, I don't know. I, I would love to see, like, uh, how you, like, kind of journal as an adult, too, uh, if you're comfortable Oh, yeah, sure. No, uh, let me... Uh let me bring up one from. Wait, wait. Can we go through? Can we write, read another one though? Too. I'm not. Oh. I'm not done with this book yet. Oh, if that's okay. 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 Sure. Yeah. Um, let's but do... yes. But I would love to see like. This uh, is me as a nine year old. So now we're at nine. Okay. So yeah, and then if you have one, let's let's work it up if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Well, this one's. Look at this. So now we're at nine years old and it's freaking long now. So it's already that long. Are you kidding me? And okay. it's like kind of nicely spaced too. Like your margins <laughs> are. Wait, can I see that one more time? Just flash it. Yeah. Yeah. Your margins are fire, dude. Thank you, dude. Your margins are better than my margins in college man <laughs> okay so i'll read uh number nine sorry no wonder wait wait cringe. sorry you're a lawyer dude this is why you're a lawyer too like, lawyers all fucking writing yeah. sorry yeah long time no see eh <laughs> that's a opening sentence well a lot has happened lately the most major one happened on june 18 2010 of course it was my bro's birthday noah his birthday theme was toy story 3 yup his birthday this year fell on a friday and you know how like 99% of movies open up to the public on a Friday, or maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, the time Toy Story 3 opened up just so happened to be on June 18, 2010. So my brother invited like almost his whole class and then we watched Toy Story 3. And then we went to this place called Johnny Rockets to eat and eat the cake. I also got Lorenzo's cell phone number and he got mine. Then the party was done. Minor news, school's done. And no, you see, school still has 10% of it left. And I have to do this two-paragraph report about this book called Where the Red Fern Grows. What's a fern anyways? So yeah, not such. Not the most best way to spend summer vacation. Club Penguin membership expired too. And since my present to Noah on his birthday had a membership inside... By the way, did I say I gave Toy Story 3 the video game to the Rescue Edition, a cool LEGO Power Miners LEGO, and a Club Penguin membership to him? He is the new member. Well, I'm not. Well, at least I'm experiencing what he felt when I was a member and he wasn't. Is that all the minor and major news? Okay, 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 over and out for, oh wait, I forgot. I'm going to camp on Sunday and I have to finish this journal and start a new journal. So if you want to know of that adventure, I am going to be writing in that new journal. Okay, so now that's it, over and out. P.S. Today was swim team. Questions? Long story. Oh my <laughs> God, dude. Oh my, I don't know why this is like emotionally hitting me so hard too. Something about like the nostalgic yeah. and like, the, I'm literally like tearing up just like reading that in oh, a way you, that's just like, I can't believe you as a nine year old, you're writing this too. Like that's in, in the way that you even were like, oh, I think every movie comes out on a Friday. What really stood out to me is you were like, or maybe I'm wrong about that. <laughs> like, I can't imagine myself as a nine year old being like, um, recognizing that it could be wrong in my own thoughts, you know what I mean. Let alone, online. like, I don't know. Like, so much of that blew me away. And Toy Story, something about Toy Story three. Like, I could relate to that story also too. Like, that, we saw it like, in theaters probably yeah, too. You probably yeah, saw it. Like, yeah. I had, and it's I don't know something about that. Just really like legitimately, just as Nathan as a writer at nine year olds, that that just really spoke to me. Like so Thank many you, man. Club Penguin. Like, yeah. How did we just open like one of the most iconic pages like ever? Like I don't know. Like there's so much iconic stuff. Yeah. Wasn't there man. DS mentioned in there? Yeah, I have DS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Oh Thank my you, gosh. Man. Can we see like? Yeah, 10 I'll, I'll, or... I'll take like um. Let's do like 
12 you know 12 15 yes, that, yes. that age yeah. yeah let me grab one yeah yeah that is that is um you're gonna be a really good writer by 12 too i can already tell man even just in those first two years like this is right why, why i suck at journaling now i know it's because you've had practice for fucking a decade plus and i've had no practice so that's why Dude, I'll fucking read one of my journal entries. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't I don't care. I'll read one when I first started journaling. It's going to be embarrassing cuz it's literally it literally is I'll yeah, I'll read one of mine, dude. That is so fucking crazy. It, I I swear to god that mine probably is closer to that than it's going to be to your adult journaling. I can already nah, tell. Nah, nah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I I don't ever read I think you'll be selling yourself short, you know, cuz you are obviously older and I think Yeah, no, maybe I okay. And yours I, has cool pictures. The pictures are pictures are cool. Dude, when I started drawing too, I kind of fucked up also because I literally did it by day. Oh. And like in toggle things. Day is tough. <clears throat> but no, I didn't do it every day. I did it on Sundays and I went back and I still sorted it by day, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. So you want to read <clears throat> like journal number one or are you just going to pick like a random oh, one? Oh, fuck. Okay. I could read journal number one. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's up to you. You could, you know. Wait, no. I want to wait till you're an adult. So wait, wait, oh, okay, do, okay. So you want first. me to? Yeah, okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, no, I was just no scanning worries, mine. No worries. Yeah. All right. So this is this is probably my most important journal because this journal right here, it's 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 a little red book. The front of it, it's a Lego journal. Um, this is definitely like my most important journal. Um, it begins, it begins when I'm nine, and it ends, I believe, when I'm like, like. 17 something like that wow uh 16 so it's from 9 to 16 and those are all your journals during that time yeah okay wow yeah so you kind of slowed down a little bit too i did i did slow down i mean i have okay so there's another journal i mean obviously this is exponentially more than i did there's yeah. a brown journal that has some additional journals from like i believe like 13 to 15 there's some dlcs so there's some dlcs yeah yeah but this is like the main source book i actually wanted to finish this one and i almost want to i wanted to actually continue this into my late teens and late early 20s but my mom started the whole mom son journal and when i'd write in those i would kind of be like oh like time to write in this one now but i'm like my, my hand was so sore my hand gets very sore. That's the problem journals. with writing because yeah. typing, you could just go. But you kind of see like the cool stuff. So I wrote, started this when I was nine. No, there's pros and cons for sure. And the introduction is very like interesting. So I would it, love to read the yeah, introduction. introduction. Hi, I'm Nathan Garcia. Okay, you can call me Codester, Cody Mac, Aya, Nate, Nate G, Cody, and all those other nicknames I have. Anyway, before you read this journal, I say you cover your eyes because this journal in some places is real detailed. Don't worry, this journal is not easily broken. Unless you throw it at someone, that's a whole different story. Oh, by the way, want to figure out this code? It's written in Nathan code or actually Codeser code. And so I like darkened each letter. I don't, I don't want to do that right now, but I wrote the secret message in it and I don't even know what it is, but okay, there's a secret wow. message in intro somewhere. Um, okay, I'm ready, dude. I want right, to read this book, man. Yeah. I want to read this journal. I, obviously, I won't, but like, yeah. geez, like, okay, okay. There are, this is the only, and this is the As only a, You got to keep in mind that you're nine at that time, too. So it's like super fucking cute. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Like, I'm nine. I, I, I can't nine believe that. Um, this one's an interesting one, too, because I actually wrote about like Maddie in this journal, I remember, and I actually like ripped out the pages and threw it away. So there's like, that's the only time I've ever written about my feelings and just like, Nah, I'm, that's too freaking cringy. I'm going to throw that one Damn. out. So Damn. I did. So that's the only journal entries I ever threw away. I'm kind of like okay with that I threw those away, honestly. But, you know, it's like whatever. So I'll... I'll okay, let's do... Um, 
Okay, let's do 13. Let's do... So this is Landon's age. This will be a yeah, great one because okay, I can picture see. it perfectly. Oh. I cannot imagine Landon writing like this in a journal. If I found Landon that had a journal like this, I would be like, what the fuck? No way. Landon yeah, let's, let's do 13. All right, so this is January 25, 2014. I can't believe that I'm writing almost daily now. Today, I filmed a co-op with Chris, had a basketball game, and scored three points. Worse than my first couple weeks ago when I scored 14. Went to Irvine to shop and got some new Nike gear with the Chinese exchange students from Beijing. Uh, filmed episode three for my survival series on YouTube and uploaded it. And ate at Roan Heights at Tenren with the girls and Saku Ii and Ama. Ama was very happy to meet the girls and was able to talk a lot with them. Dad even shared the gospel with the girls today, which I thought was really cool. Soon, as in tomorrow morning, we'll be able to eat the Krispy Kreme donuts we got today for tomorrow's breakfast because it's the girls' last day. They leave at 8 a.m. tomorrow. I know, early. It was great getting to know them, though. I could tell that they really enjoyed their last day with us. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. Noah went to a place called Laser Quest. I've been there many times before. Today, for a really long time, then went to RJ's house right after. He's so lucky to be able to play laser tag for a long time for a birthday party. Anyway, tomorrow I plan to start filming my TF2 Do You Want to Build a Snowman parody. Do you want to build a century? Well, got to go. See ya. So I was really into like I guess. That's so interesting stuff. how yeah. you phrase it too because I've never even considered. That's like like I think that's a kid thing to do to be like, hey, breaking the it's fourth Timothy. wall. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah. Or like, gotta go, gotta run. It's like yeah. a little like it's like you almost have that little bit of like Dora the Explorer. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? I agree. Which is like it's so interesting to see that. Do you as an adult, you, do you still break the fourth wall? Yeah, like no, no, right, obviously. But okay. you know, it's it. I think it took me a while to break out of it because. I didn't no, think, I like it. Yeah, I didn't, I, you know I, what I mean? It's like it shows yeah. your age and that very well. Like that's kind of like where you see the age. Because other than that, your writing skills are like I think your writing skills are up there with me now. I'm not even kidding. I'm, <laughs> nah, age. I'm not. No, I'm not. Now I'm not fucking kidding. Okay, before the nine, I was kidding, but like I think that you could still hear those like quirky like little kid yeah. things. But I think at it's a writing like level at that. You were probably reading books then too. I'm not even kidding. Thirteen year old Nate was probably just as skilled at reading and writing yeah. than I am now. I maybe I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I I don't know. We we could literally, if we wanted to, we could analyze this text. Not like we ever would. Yeah. We could analyze that text and probably find your writing level and then analyze my text. Jeez. Now it probably, oh, dude. If that was digitalized, it'd probably be so easy. I bet we can even like just upload the photos and have an AI like translate yeah. it to text. And then we ask ChatGPT like, what age of this person do you think it is? Dude, <laughs> just based yeah. on writing. That'd level. be insane. And then what age do you think this person is based on writing level? Dude, I bet you that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, also glad I started journaling too, though, also, because I think a lot of the text I write now for work and like stuff like that is AI generated, you know, in a way or enhanced. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's kind of nice to have a spot where I just know I wrote everything, you know, and it's yeah. me. So. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm just like reading I'm in like the Maddie part, so I'm like, oh, this is like interesting. Yeah, I yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, but it's um, I could read this thing from. So this is uh, this is the part where I tore up pages, so it's a little bit interesting. I could read this one though. This one I was 16, so, um, yeah, this is 16. This one's actually still kind of written in like a weird kind of third person one, but okay dude oh my god I, I i'm not even kidding this is my first journal and it's it's worse than when do you, you want to read it 
maybe I should read it at this point. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should read it at this point because I don't think I'm going to read it if I hear your adult one. I'm not even kidding. Okay, just, just, it's just, at just, that level of a 13-year-old. Just play it. Just, 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 yeah, just read it out. Oh, my God. This is journal number one. This is not journal number one. Oh, okay. I'm going okay. down a little bit. This is journal. So this is this is journal number one. This is a, oh, okay. This is part of journal number one. Gotcha. Um, okay. So Friday, 10 slash 22, 2021. So this is like two years ago. Um, so this is right after I made my fish tank, I guess. So I have like a picture of like my oh, fish nice, tank. Oh, nice, nice. So Friday, Dan, Dan the fish, made his first bubble nest. Also later in the day, all of the coworkers at Digicom were in and the vibes were really good. I also noticed that Aaron and Michael looked to Tom as their boss. Also, everyone seemed to really like the fish tank. I also bonded closer with Aaron, second time meeting, and Michael. Also, John was drinking on the job this week. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, exposing the also, fraud, John dude. Was drinking. I didn't know. Like, okay, I didn't swamp, read this far. Man. I didn't read this far. <laughs> also, dude, I'm not even. Dude, that's so fucking abrupt. Like, I have no finesse. I have no fucking style yet. You know what I mean? Like, this is like my first time ever journaling. Also, John was drinking on the job this week, and Michael made a joke about it, which I thought was. I think I referenced it before, so I think that's why I'm bringing it up so casually. Um, which I thought was out of place and made me feel embarrassed, but he didn't know any better. better. Also, he didn't know that I knew. So I, I let me interpret that a bit. So basically what happened was, is John was drinking on the job. Me, Tom, and Aaron were the only people who knew about it, but Aaron, Tom told me, but Aaron didn't know I knew. So I, Aaron made a joke that I wouldn't have known what it was referencing, but I did. And so then I got really embarrassed for John because he was basically oh. poking fun that he was drunk on the job. That's wild, but could, could I'm not tell, a good writer. Could you, could you I'm not tell a good he writer. Was drunk on a job? Do you remember? Well, I wasn't there. Oh, so he was at yeah. a job site. Oh, gotcha. He was at a construction gotcha. site, and Tom told me that. Gotcha. gotcha. And Tom said, "Don't tell anyone." I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he yeah. didn't. He got uh, John left the company. He didn't get fired. So oh, okay. No one ever found out about it. Gotcha. And he's long gone. Um, but okay, be honest. That's on. That's at the same level, maybe even worse than fourteen-year-old Nate, thirteen-year-old Nate. I think it's it can be a little bit more like interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like more. Like no fun. detail. Yeah. <laughs> no explanation. That was like the most fact. That was a rope. Maybe I should have ChatGPT write it because ChatGPT nah, write nah, a better nah. fucking. Thing. You can't. You can't have ChatGPT. No, of course write I would never. No, I would never. I would never. And I've gotten much better since this yeah, point yeah, yeah. too. This is my first journal. Um, it's cool watching you like progress too. Like, yeah, I think as you journal, yeah. Okay, and then, okay, I'll just read one more paragraph. On my lunch at work, we went to Landon's middle school. It was super fun with my mom and Landon, and we had in and out It was interesting hearing about Landon's school. Also, when I got to the school, I surprised him, and he grabbed me and hugged me and shouted Timothy, which was super cute and warmed my heart. Also, it was interesting to remember that mom also went there as well at Linda Vista, which is funny. I think the Landon part was cool. Yeah, that, that was more. You need more stuff like that. You got to, like write more like that and then you'll you'll see it you i don't know? do i still fucking write do i literally write this is why i don't go back and read it either too i'm just like i want a journal and then like, i could do one no no this. but it'll be cool when you're older you like really appreciate it like when you're older i think you know but now i feel like <laughs> do not feel like what the fuck am i doing because i'm just like writing it like so factually because i'm also like at my desk and i just like have my pictures and it's like my weekly task and i'm just like i'm gonna write about my week you know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's not the right framing in my brain. Cause I think so. Makes me like- I think so. Cause even when I'm re I was reading me at 16 and I'm realizing like your journals okay. are like, you're talking to like a friend or you're kind of like, 
you're kind of just like you know you're more it's more intimate and i think if you just let yourself like be honest with yourself you actually find it to be a lot more interesting it's my, my i think you're 100 percent right uh, but here's one from this year. So here's okay, one from okay, this year. All so right, this, is, all right. this is Tim with like a year and a half of journaling under his belt consistently. Okay. Um, What's the date? February 6th through February 12th. Um, okay. And so I'm only going to read like a paragraph. But this week composed of a lot of golf. Like you are concerned that this is too much. The simulator <laughs> in the backyard has become an addiction. And when you were not doing that, you were at the range with Julian. You and Julian also played an impromptu round on Thursday after class. It was also the first time golfing with Emily, which was awesome. Emily got her first par on the first nine holes she ever played. You made par on the same hole, which is awesome. Emily also seemed to not hate it at all, so hopefully this can happen occasionally. That's a little nice. better. A little better. I thought that was a lot better. A little better. I thought it was so a lot I, better. I think I did naturally improve. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. I think that to me that was a lot better. I really thought there was like a substantial improvement there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading it. It's still, I still think it's probably like just like in par with 13 year old you. I'm gonna be. Completely uh, I honest. think you're a little bit hard on yourself, but okay, I think but that was that, yeah, that was much I, better I need, than your first. Yeah, one. It, okay. Obviously, yeah. That first journal entry was rough. That first journal entry was rough. So I think I have gotten better, but you also don't have the advantage of the nostalgia of a 13 year old, which has like literally like club penguin and stuff like that being dropped. That like, is big name drops. Those one are day, big name yeah. Drops. One day you're gonna look back and be like damn like julian you know what i'm saying like i haven't talked to that guy in forever something like that you know so yeah man yeah. especially the coworker thing like, i would have never remembered that thing about my coworkers. yeah too. even though it was like blocky and like no fucking content like at least it's something you know yeah um but yeah dude your writing is amazing like even at oh, 13 thanks, like, i can't i can't believe it like i don't I know how it even gets goes up from there like that 13 year old writing was on par with how, how I write, if not better. So. I was reading a lot. You also remember that too. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I was saying. reading like, no, literally saying, millions of words. 13-year-old like, Nathan <clears throat> legitimately had probably, up me in my whole life up until this point, probably had more writing and reading experience than I have right now. Yeah. It's, it's like, very it likely. Prob probably Because my mom, like, she reached a point where she stopped giving us, like, the books that of our age because she was spending too much money because we'd go through the books too quickly. So I remember like in fourth grade, like she already had me reading Lord of the Rings, which like isn't really a flex. It's more like she just didn't want to keep buying me books. She's like, here, a uh, big book. Let me just give to Nathan. He'll chew on that for a while. And so I think that's where like my writing improved was just Man. like reading like a ton. Like, because Noah was a million words reader, but I was also a million words reader at my own school Jeez. too. So I didn't read as much as him, but I still read like several million a year, you know? So yeah. <laughs> yeah no wonder you're going to smart person school that makes sense dude what the fuck that dude uh, i think 13 year old uh, you would have just made hmm. it just fine through law school you would have just been like <laughs> you would have just coasted right through <clears throat> man that's crazy okay what's the next one so we're, we're now 16 year old me 16 year old you okay so, so this is gonna be way fucking better than me i already know like nah, we don't have to compare so. why are we even comparing nah, sorry yeah, I don't, i'm not no, trying no, to make this no a comparison. comparison it's not a comparison yeah. but so by this time we we're already friends so this is kind of cool really so, oh well, my yeah. god that's Jul crazy to july think about. 14 2017 because when you work it up like when you were working it from like 9 to 16 i'm like oh you're just 16 you know what i mean but yeah, now yeah. it's like wait what no the no fuck? we're like we're like good friends at this point like me and you are that's crazy so i forget about that it's so I say, it's been a year since my last entry. A lot has happened since. Where do I start? I tore out some pages from here. I didn't really mention anything too important there anyway. Just a phase. 
Since then, I've gone into rap music, Hamilton, EDM, and 80s are all still cool too. On July 10, I saw Logic, Big Lenbo, and Joey Badass at the Greek Theater in LA with my friend Shalin. It was definitely the best concert I've seen this year, and that's speaking volumes considering that I've seen U2 and Pentatonix this year. School ramped up this year, three APs instead of one, so yeah, that was fun. I ended up getting a five on A-Push and a four on both Lang and CompSci. That was not exactly how I hoped things would play out since I was really banking on a five on uh, AP CompSci to bump my two Bs to As. Oh well, what else? Uh, I saw a Spurs versus LA Clippers game with Noah this past December. We had seats next to the Spurs tunnel, which really paid off. After showing up three hours early, we were first in the door besides season pass holders, and I was able to get autographs from Patty Mills, Danny Green, Pau Gasol. Uh, I also mentioned to get an internship at Boeing. That is going all right, I guess. More on that later. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's there you uh, go. Uh, that's so awesome that you have journals from them. I didn't even know you were journaling then. Yeah. That, that is because you were there for like yeah, that stuff. No, so. I, yeah. That's um. Wow. That's yeah. that's really interesting that you have journals from. I wish I journaled in high school, man. That's crazy because I don't. I think, dude, my mind is just spinning right now because this is so awesome that you have uh all these journals. Um, Thanks, man. But I think this is why your memory is like been historically better. Like we've always been like, I remember even when we were first yeah, friends, yeah. I was always like, how the fuck do you remember that? I was like, I don't remember shit when I was 10. We were like 16. I was like, I don't remember shit when I was nine. Yeah, eight. Yeah. I think that we found the answer why. Maybe. I, I think that the journaling helps, bro. Ever since I yeah. started journaling, I feel like my memory has gotten like 10 times I think so better. Too. It, I think it, I've seen your memory improve, yeah. Because it sure. just makes you so much more res- like 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 retrospective, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. um, it just gives you a second layer of like remembering that mm-hmm. memory, where it's like maybe you only told that story once to one person, right? And so you've only experienced it, thought about it maybe once, told yeah. it once, done. Yeah. But then having that like like extra journal, or even like looking back at the journal one time, yeah. or just like it just adds so much to your memory. I feel like, and it's like. So ever since I started journaling, that was one of my biggest like benefits for it. Yeah. I think even more so than the podcast. You're more conscious of like what's going on and what you've been through. And you're constantly recollecting like what important has happened to me. You know, what was something that like made my day this past week or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, when you exercise that muscle, I guess like. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you want me to read one of my adult ones now? I would love Yeah, that for, one's I would love the mom and too. son one. So I'll show you. Yeah, that yeah. like that obviously in high school is like that's like really good writing. I did not realize how much like better your writing is than me, I think though. I mean, I feel like also when I'm writing stories, I probably write a bit better, you know, because that's what I'm used to because I wrote a lot of stories. So maybe I don't know. I don't know why. I think my journaling, I think that my mind is just like I need to relax a little bit and just make it a little bit more casual. That's what I'm getting from this. And just make it a little bit more like less factual. I sound like a robot now compared to to your journals. Sorry, I keep bringing this about myself. I don't want to make this about myself, but I'm just like thinking about how I can make my journals better now. Because you're an expert. I would say you're a journaling expert in a sense. I mean, you're going to be even more of an expert in like 10 years, but like compared to me, you're a journaling expert. So I didn't realize that I was sitting next to a journal expert. (laughs) I didn't know that like, I'm kind of glad you find this like interesting. I guess I always thought like, if I ever told someone about it, it'd be like boring. Just like, oh yeah, you journal. Like, yeah, cool. You know, like, I, you got to think like, it's like, <laughs> it's like your thoughts from when you were six years old. Like that's special. You know, that's I think really it special. Is. I think it is. I, I don't yeah. have thoughts from when I was six. I probably, I got to just fucking look, dude. I've just been lazy. I need to find it. Maybe I do. 
Maybe that's why I, I saw I make music, man, is because it's like I love listening to music, so I'm like, might as well make songs about my thoughts, and then it's fun to like reread your thoughts. You know, it's like yeah. kind of interesting. So this journal is completely filled up from start to finish. Um, this is my our mom and son journal. It began in 2019, so when I was 18, April 29, 2018, 2019. Sorry, April 29, 2019. So it began when I was 18, and it ended. The final entry is in 2022. So when I was 22, October 31st, 2022. So it's from age 19, no, 18. Yeah, 18 to 22. So interesting time. So I'm very, very much an adult, you know, this, these journals. So it's the only thing is, is for me, it's hard to, to comprehend like how much journaling that actually is because i feel like maybe in my head i'm underplaying it because you know what i mean because after seeing that like six-year-old journal to nine like um or that one that was to nine years old yeah it was pretty thick yeah and so now it's kind of seeming like you slowed down compared yeah, yeah, to yeah. That. definitely slowed down i think as you get older it's a lot harder to be consistent when you're like nine you have like nothing to do in life so you're like oh time to journal today Time to journal I wonder, again I wonder how much that is if I like copied all that and like put it onto my Notion page because I like know my journaling in terms of like Notion page, you know. Yeah. So my brain's fucked. So I have no idea like how comparable that is to how much I've journaled over the past three years. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Um, yeah, but okay. Yeah, sorry. Please continue. So I'll read the first page actually because my mom explains what this journal is, and you'll read one of my mom's entries. So I, yeah. April 29, twenty nineteen. So it says. Dear Nate, I decided to create this journal just for you. You're growing up too fast, and I just want to be able to put some of my thoughts into writing so we both don't forget. This journal idea came up when we were worshiping at church and vineyard, and all of a sudden, I just felt sad because I wish I could talk, talk to and hear my dad one more time. My dad was a man of very few words, so when he speaks, we all listen. But I just felt that I didn't get to hear him too much before he passed, and I don't want you guys to have to guess what I want to say or misunderstand me. So I thought of writing down important things I really want to impart to you or the cool things we ought to remember. We are never promised tomorrow and we are told to number our days in the Bible. So I decided I would write down lessons I've learned in life and hope that I've taught you. It's simply it's simply the goal in my life to see all my children walking in truth and abiding in the Lord. I pray that years from now this will be so. Thank you for being such a great firstborn son. Your dad and I are so proud of the man you are becoming, and I pray that you will keep pursuing God and never lose sight of what's important, God, family, and others. Love you more, mom. So this was April 29, 2019. So that's why, like, that's so sweet. That's yeah. so sweet. Okay, so, and she actually wrote entries in it without me knowing. So I didn't know this journal existed when that first entry came in. She didn't, like, give it to me right away. She actually let it's simmer so she was writing entries without me knowing and then she gave me the journal um that is awesome let's see she gave it to me here so she gave it to me in i think in 2019 actually i think i think when i turned 19 or yeah i think she gave it to me yeah when i yeah i think this is where she gave it to me it was like around like when i graduated from sec like turned 19 ish so and she gave it to me yeah, when I turned 19. So anyway, so she write, She has the first few. These are all her. And then my, okay, so this is 2020. So let's, let's see. I was vetting it to make sure there's like nothing. Yeah, you know, please do. 
Um, I was just thinking that I'm going to look up right now a digitalization service and see if that exists because you need to get this. I probably, I probably immediately. Do. No, you need to get this immediately digitalized. This is scary stuff. This is so awesome. Thank you, man. Oh, so I got it a few days ago in 2020. She waited all the way till the pandemic to give it to me. So I didn't know that. So because I'm reading the first entry I wrote and yeah. Damn. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask ChatGPT if if this is a thing. I have journals that I want to get digitalized. They're on paper in a book binding. Is there places and services that could do this? And for a book that's about 150 pages front and back, how much would that cost on average to get digitalized? I probably should be like really thinking about doing that. There's several services that specialize in digitalizing paper documents, including journals and books. Local print and copy shops. Many local print and copy shops offer scanning services. They can scan your journals and save them as digital files. They're specialized scanning services. You do that at a library university sometimes, apparently. They have, digi they have digitalization departments. That's interesting. Um... It costs from anywhere from five cents to twenty-five cents per page. Specialized or dedicated book scanning can range from fifty cents to four dollars or more per page, of the, especially if the book cannot be unbound. Can you say that again? Sorry, I was just okay. So basically, at the lower end, it could cost you fifteen to seventy-five dollars for one book. Okay. And then at the higher end, it might range from one hundred and fifty to twelve hundred dollars. Jeez, dude. That's not, I mean, that that you, you just gotta get quotes from someone. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. But think about that. If you could do like all the books or something for like a hundred bucks. I feel like, yeah, I should really consider doing that. Cause it's actually kind of scary how like this stuff is just like, could be all lost. Yeah. Can you imagine if our podcast could just be like lit on fire? Luckily our podcast is heavily backed up, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but you, but dude, yeah. I, I would argue that probably this is more important than our podcast being backed probably, up in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Our podcast is kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, okay, I found an entry I could read. The first, I can't read the first couple. I could read, I would actually read them to you in private because yeah. they're freaking, That's I, I kind of how cool. I felt about mine too. It's like, as an adult, it's kind of like, yeah. The, these first two are like, they're entries that like, you're we're close enough where I could definitely show you, but it's like on the podcast, I wouldn't want it on the gotcha. podcast. But you could totally read it. It's like stuff about like my relationship with Vanessa is kind of interesting. So <laughs> That is very interesting. Yeah, Um. but I'll read this one. This one's cool to be on public. So, July 5th, 2020, so I was 19. Um, Dear mom, yesterday I joined Vanessa and her family for dinner. Don't worry, seeing her this time went a lot better than Thursday. Honestly, her family is very sweet. The more I get to know them, the more respect I gain for each of them. Sometimes it makes me think of the stark contrast of her family versus ours. I don't necessarily mean culturally, but also in regard to the fact that our family seems to be increasingly skeptical about Vanessa. Meanwhile, hers seems to be pretty set on me, and that definitely paints an interesting picture. Speaking of things that happened yesterday though, I finally finished working on my EP. Despite my cringeworthy voice and edgy lyrics, I've always been so grateful that you, Dad, and E have always been so supportive of my art. Even when I was writing comics, doing stop motion Legos, or shooting parody videos, I still remember the moments where you'd encourage me to pursue my creative p passions. In this very journal, you even wrote for me to continue filmmaking. As I get older and look back at the embarrassing content I've created, Sometimes it shocks me how you were able to see potential in me despite the, su the subparness of those videos and music. I feel like even now I've yet to create art I'm truly proud of. Obviously, here and there I'll pen a song that I'm hyped up about, but I guess I'm referring more to a cohesive project. Hopefully I'll be able to make that one day. By the way, sorry if my thoughts seem all over the place right now. 
I feel like I'm starting to treat these open letters to you as a journal too. So in many ways, I'm just letting my thoughts free fall into the page. I was actually reading some of my old journal entries with EE a couple nights ago. One of my old journals has entries from 2010 to 2017. Can you believe that? I seriously need to write a 2020 entry into that journal. When I read some of my old journal entries about Oswald, it shocks me how detailed I was in documenting drama that went down with my friends. I had found some of it so funny that I had to tell Vanessa about it. I guess she's never been much of a journaler though. She told me that she usually writes around three senses or something, kind of like Noah. Stuff like went to soccer practice, ate in and out, played video games. I didn't expect her not to journal, but I suppose she was more into art anyway. Apparently she has drawings upon drawings upon drawings of characters she's created with Alexa. I think that's pretty cool. The other day I was thinking to myself that I've written quite a bit in this journal already. At first I was thinking of giving you back this journal a few months from now, but at this rate you'd be reading a novel if I waited that long. If I keep writing at this rate, I'll probably give this journal back in a few days so you can write some of your thoughts down. I wonder if Noah or Faith have written in the journals you've given them yet. Well, it's pretty late so I'm going to bed. Tomorrow's dad's first day without work. It still feels a little surreal writing that sentence down. So far, only Tim knows about that news. Oh, and Robert, my mentor. Life is pretty crazy, isn't it? Love, Nate. That's a college, wow. college Nate. So, yeah. That's very interesting. I didn't know I was one of the first people you told about that too, so that's also yeah. interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's, wow. Yeah, like, uh, it's so cool to see your thoughts there on it and everything. And, and it, that's very interesting, the perspective of you writing to your mom through it too. Like, that's also very... Um, that makes it very even more interesting in a way. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and so I really actually kind of like that yeah. um, style in a way too. You could tell like my vocabulary is also a lot more advanced at this point too than like yeah when your I was journals, 16. dude. I'm telling you, I relate more to that Vanessa side than I do to like the way that you write. I feel like most people kind of write like that for journals, so it's really cool. You almost write like you're like um, in a movie or something. You know, like you're mm. a voiceover in a movie. It almost sounds like in my head. It's very kind very of yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Where it's like for my journal entries, it's very like, it's kind of like my brain. It's, I feel like my brain is very like, I did this and then I did yeah. this and this is how I felt about this and this yeah. is this. You know what I mean? Where, cause I feel like I can also get into that kind of like story mode, you know? But I think I just need, you've you taught me so much just l listening to your journals. Thank you, man. So, where it's like, I need to just like let that creativity go. Cause that's like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I can't wait. And we should read some of those Vanessa ones too. It's funny. It's funny. Yo, there's, there's some really like, yeah. Like this one, the, my last journal entry here is super long, but it's about like um, me choosing which law school to go to. Dang, so it's yeah. like, that's pretty recent. This was May 21st, 2022. That feels like just yesterday when you're choosing your law school. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah. So then, and my, do you see that brown book right there? Actually, it's under that white one. On, yeah, yeah, that I one's my current journal with her. So that one has entries from like this year in it about like marriage and you need stuff like to that. digitalize these. Yeah. <laughs> Those are so, that's, they're so cool. That's why you need to digitalize them, is they're so cool, man. That's awesome. Thanks, man. That's thank you awesome. for listening to them, too. Dude, that, I, thank appreciate. you for sharing it, man, because I feel like that's like it's also hard, weird to share your journal and stuff, but no, I'm, uh, I'm happy. Yeah, these are, I mean. That's actually why I write them is like, you know, if anyone's interested in like hearing my thoughts, I like actually like sharing it, you know? So yeah, these are, yeah. this one's a really good one. I hold mine a lot closer to my chest. I'd say that because I'm not <laughs> like, oh, read this, read this. Because sometimes I'm just like, cause I, there are some times where I'll be like, I'll write it one day and I'll just say some like offhand shit. I already know. There's some shit in there that's just like, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know. One of the coolest, I think, journals I ever got to read, the cool journals is when, and this is me being slightly religious, but it's like when you're reading like me doubting God's plan and it just like works out mm -hmm. and you just see like me like 
in real time because you could forget sometimes like how hard certain situations were like sometimes you're like in a really bad bind dude that's so true you know honestly when you look back it's like oh it's like easy like that was easy but it wasn't yeah you know no yeah that dude journaling has taught me that too because i'm someone who's just you you know this i've always been like oh that happened to me oh that happened you know what i mean like oh fuck that really happened to me like and you sometimes you would explain things to me and i'd be like (laughs) wait fuck dude i should be more upset about that than i really am and you just I, yeah. I'm, I'm a very forgetful person especially when it comes to negative things i don't like to think about it and i think that sometimes it's important to have that documentation absolutely to be like yeah yeah i feel like i need to share a little bit more now because i feel like you I don't should know. i feel like i should but i mean i i just feel like it's so bad did you share your recent one yet that, that was the recent one, right the one with uh, i shared Julian. a recent one um from this year i could do march of this year what was your last one you should share that one. Your most oh. recent, your most recent entry, unless it's like too personal. But I don't know. Let's see. Oh yeah. So my last one was okay. So my last one was August seventh through September seventeenth. So this was over a month. Okay, that's at one pretty time good. That yeah. I had to write. So like that's what I'm saying. It's like the backlog. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's so, cool. That's cool. Um. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is interesting. Okay. Fu- you know what? Fuck it. I'll just read it. And if I say something weird, then whatever. I'm not even gonna vet it. I don't care. You shared so much that I just I feel like I have to. <laughs> it kind of makes me uncomfortable. I'm gonna be honest. Like I I feel yeah. uncomfortable sharing this, but I want to share it. Yeah. So I have a photo of my second day on the job where they got me sushi, and so it's like a photo I just took of the. Oh, photo. So this you're already at Visual Edge. This is yeah. This is literally August seventh. Oh, this is literally sick. last month. Yeah. This is like yeah. um yeah. This is like a couple weeks ago. Um. This was the longest I've gone without journaling in a while with good excuse. I started at Visual Edge IT and in the past month and some change has surpassed my expectations. My office is so fun and I've instantly bonded with a lot of my coworkers and already feel like part of the team. I've been putting all my time, effort and energy into work and outside of it have not wanted to do anything. I need to not let habits like this journaling fall off, but I also didn't want to push myself too hard because working full time is a lot to get used to. I don't know if it's because I'm in the honeymoon phase right now, but I love what I am doing and I'm excited to go to work. So much has happened in the past few weeks that I have no idea how to catch up on it here. I think me talking about work on the podcast may be the best way. Since the recording of this, I have landed three sales and I think that I've been performing extremely well. I am just going to stay. I'm just trying to stay on top of my game. I got a super good production lead to attend the open house. So that looked great in front of the higher ups and everything and has honestly been going as good as it possibly can, and I'm just trying to not drop the ball. I am having a lot of fun while doing it too, which is great. Life is honestly just flying by right now, which is kind of scary. The routine I have just started to get used to, uh, the routine I have just started to get used to of working full-time, I just started to get used to of working full-time, just makes everything in life fly by. I'm already starting to realize the importance of time management and trying to find a good balance. I know this journal entry is all over the place, but I just have no way of being able to fit this past few weeks of life into this. It all feels like a blink of the eye, which is scary, but also a ton of fun and hard work. Okay, I'm kind of even going in circles, but yeah. No, no, it's, it goes no, it's on good. and on. I like it, yeah. It goes on. I like actually it. like this I can one. Actually, it's, it's there's good, only like yeah. a paragraph left, so maybe I'll just finish it. Yeah, let's finish out. I will say, though, that looking back, it is clear as day that I was going through the motions at Digicom, and it wasn't good for me. I was bored and not trying, and now I feel passionate and energized. Uh, it is it is this weird duality that I feel drained and energized at the same time, because I'm also putting in a lot more work during the week, which has also given me energy to hang out with people and do things. It's a weird time. I'm not really sure, because when it comes to stuff like this, I feel super drained. 
and I don't want to do a journal, you know, I'm not sure how to describe it, but all I know is that on a day-to-day basis, I'm doing a lot more things and putting in a lot more effort in a good way inside and outside of work. And that's it. I, I actually it. think that was like your best journal entry that I've heard. That was really good. Yeah. yeah that was that was amazing. I, I think yeah. like that, especially you explaining like literally that duality of like how you felt Digicom and how you feel at your current job. Like that's the juice. That's like what makes journaling like really cool to read is like, you're and that's the one where I kind of said, fuck like, it. Yeah. I kind of forgot that I did it. But that one, I kind of said, fuck that's it, where great. I was like, there's no way I'm going to write that's about great. this. And I didn't even write about like specifics that happened. I kind of just write about like a general, maybe I need to start doing that you more. You got to tap in. That's what I'm saying is like, dude, like you kind of saw yourself kind of being more vulnerable, like tapping into like your feelings and explaining your mental process. And that's like really, I think what makes journaling like therapeutic and addictive. Yeah. Maybe I need to do yeah. that more. Maybe I just need to, maybe I just need to do like, maybe like every other week or something and then just kind of like not write about yeah don't don't events. be afraid to like share like i i kind of you know treat it like my therapist and also like a wiser me reading it and so it's like you know i'm self-aware obviously if i'm writing cringe i think i've like i definitely acknowledge it and like you saw it in like kind of my 17 year old self but i think like it's actually healthy though to like get that stuff out because i saw this like not a quote but like this like I think it was like a quote actually like on like Facebook like several years back and it was like to millennials and it was like um to all to all millennials like or to all Gen Zers from a millennial it was like don't delete those cringy videos you made in 4th grade you yourself 10 years from now is going to want to read that and I was like huh like I read that when I was probably like 18 and I was like okay like they're probably onto something cuz they're like millennials so they're like 10 years older than us and I've always kind of just like let that kind of be something I think about now when I like that's what stopped me from like, you know, deleting like Molly or kind of like, you know, vetting, like deleting certain entries I'd write is just like, like, I think I am starting to reach that age where 17 year old Nate, I'm like reading it. And I don't find it like cringy. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I just see a like, growth. And I think you as a seasoned, you know, salesman, I think is going to look back on that first entry at the visual edge it and you're gonna realize like i really like that i wrote that Mm. because you're gonna learn so much from that and maybe just maybe you'll be in a situation where you are maybe feeling drained and dead at your sales job and you're like you know like this was a learning moment for me to read that yeah you know i don't know you know it's so funny too is that after i wrote that journal entry i kind of remember i was like dang i didn't write enough and i was just like Mm. dang like i am gonna totally hate that i didn't write about my first few weeks at visual edge it and don't have a journal about it but maybe that's all i needed to write you know so it's better it's always better to write something better than nothing i think and yeah i don't know i have i I haven't even journaled in the last probably like that's the thing is that maybe that's why the improvement was so much too is because i've done weekly you know what i mean like so for like a whole year i was doing like weekly yeah. And then I missed like two months and then I did like weekly again. So, um, yeah. And, but I, yeah. And that thing about Digicom too is so true. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but like I didn't even really fully realize how going through the motions I was at Digicom. Like, even though, like, I was still a good employee, Absolutely. you know, cause like I had yeah. my processes. And so even just my baseline processes was like still good, but it was like, you know, 
the passion just wasn't there, you know, and the, um, the drive wasn't there to like do new things. I was very like settled, you know, right. And wasn't yeah. like creative at all. Just kind of just like, but I mean, I also was doing so fucking much for like four hours a day. Like, so I'm not like too upset about it, but, um, it was just, it just feels good now, you know, just being like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like sales. I'm good at sales. I could do sales. You know what I mean? Where it's not like at Digicom, it was kind of like, um, you know, is this for me? Am I right, actually okay? Right. It says like, like, um, I, I don't feel like I, I'm really like excited about this. You know what I mean? I don't really feel like I'm excited to sell this. You yeah. Know? You've come into your own now, yeah. you know? And I think you're finally in a place where you have room to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like at Digicom, you pretty much hit the, the limit. Like you, you beat the game, bro. Yeah. That's kind of how, because at Digicom too, I remember at Digicom, I would like be at work and I would look up and I'd be like, how productive is an average employee? You know what I mean? Which I was above that, but like, you know, cause it's like what? It's like four hours a day or whatever, three hours a day. Think something like that. Yeah. So it made me feel better. But now dude, at Visual Edge, my productivity is like, and I, again, I think this is going to drop significantly because sure. it's still in the honeymoon sure phase. but my productivity right now is probably 90 percent, like in yeah. the office because it's just there's so much to do maybe maybe if i'm being honest probably 75 percent. you know what i mean like, i get that I think, we're, I think we're in similar phases with our current jobs yeah it's we're just, just like, like grind mode where it's just like there's always it's something so to do. new and it's like this is my first legal job where i feel like i'm like passionate and like doing that's real exactly work. yeah and that's exactly you're just right like now. i'm like doing i'm like doing overtime bro so it's like obviously my productivity is freaking Dude, me high, too though i'm like you know? i'm staying after hours i'm staying yeah. after five i'm getting yeah. there early i'm like yeah. excited to get this shit you know and i'm yeah. just like and so yeah i know that that's gonna the real yeah i agree the real it's gonna fade i'm already feeling kind of tired too like this today when i was hearing my new assignments for the next three weeks i'm like holy crap like and i remember it i was like just me like you know, a month and a half ago was like psyched for this stuff. And like, I'm still psyched, but it's not like the same as like, yeah, I wrote down everything I did the other day. Cause I had to, for like my mid semester evals. And I wrote down literally everything I've, I've done. And I was like, not like, like hard product, like not just like met with a client or whatever, but like, this is something I wrote. This is something I wrote, like something that you can have a tangible evidence of. It was like, so long i was like what the heck i don't think i've ever done this much for any job ever like much less in like that's so interesting because our day-to-day so it's like completely fucking different it's like yeah. so funny because like like the amount of output i actually do in terms of like um physical, physical evidence yeah because a lot of it is for me is like phone calls you know what i mean sending emails setting mm. appointments a lot of it's phone calls you know because that's like where you drive that's a lot of your stuff. yeah it's your going to meetings following up you know creating proposals which i love doing at digicom i didn't get to do that the best thing at visual edge is that like if someone calls me and wants pricing on something i could just crank out a proposal myself i don't have to wait on anybody that's, that's the fucking best because at digicom that was the worst someone wants a proposal from me and i and have you to go through wait, this whole fucking process get dude. the like nothing the authorization or whatever that's why i love selling the guest room phones that's the only thing i could sell my on my own and make the quotes for but that's like such a huge part of sales that i didn't get at digicom that was like yeah that's and, what i'm saying bro like the the lid has been lifted off you and i get paid like the next month you know what i mean so if i sell something then in in two paychecks i'm getting paid you know like digicom yeah. that was literally you literally had to 26 walk paychecks. out 
Yeah, you had to walk out before they gave you the money, which they did, right? They haven't given me the full amount. Holy crap. Digicom still owes me like a little over 10 grand. Holy crap. Wait, they're going to so... pay me though in November when the project's over. So <laughs> they said that, which is honestly nice of them because like apparently a lot of people have problems with their employers with that. So <sighs> they're, I'm getting a check in the mail from yeah. Digicom still. But yeah, no, that project yeah, I sold like a year and a half ago. That's wild. And I still haven't got that, paid. That's wild. So, th- so think about that. So how much it, that also makes that's me so wild. fucking pumped because like. I'm like literally. I sold projects like the in the past month, and I'm next paycheck. I'm getting paid. You know, that's cool, man. That's cool. And they're sending me to Houston, so right now it's kind of hard not to be happy. You know, so next sure. week I'm going to Houston, yeah. so that's pretty sick. That reminds me of like, um, like I know Brittany's boyfriend. Like, he he works for Deloitte, and they like do that all the time. Where it's like, Dude. oh yeah, he's going to like Dallas or something. That's so funny. Nicholas works for, for for Deloitte for an internship. Did he get it? Did he get that one spot? He got. Remember? He didn't. So basically, he got like the sdr role what does that mean sdrs is actually a sales role so it's interesting there was like it oh, actually wait was that's sales. the thing yeah you were telling me about the cold caller people yeah 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 it's a but it's a deloitte sales nonetheless representative. so he could have done it but he chose cool. not to he chose to take a different job so yeah which i mean it's a it's a brutal job for an sdr you know i did that at digicom the cold calling for a while and at digicom it was brutal and i didn't even have the pressures of like you're fired if you don't reach this amount Jeez, you know man. like digicom it was at least fun yeah, yeah, yeah digicom at least got to like close stuff you know so um no yeah digicom are you kidding if i compare digicom to an sdr though that was awesome it was money know? that was money for dude. sure that was awesome for sure. so like uh, probably I, just not having like a boss really breathing down your neck like is probably already cool I, i'd assume yeah know? yeah it was there was definitely pros and cons to that because i almost wish that you had some more, more guidance so. oh yeah, yeah dude oh yeah they, they were a little bit on the extremely like <laughs> yeah should have yeah yeah like 100 percent. dude the balance at visual edge it is oh, it's so great man no one's looking down my neck but then it's also like you're getting pushed really hard you know but that's it's sick like, but you're that's the right really, balance it's, man it's, it's the, right, that's balance. the right, balance. right balance so like they don't care how you get there as long as you're meeting your things you know so um, I think, yeah, I honestly feel like me and you have very similar work experiences right now because I feel the same way where it's like I was very actually the last couple jobs were great, but I feel like I wasn't like growing, but they were nice because I got to wade in the, like the legal waters, you know, because it's like, okay, I'm out of like a law place yeah. and now it's like they're pushing me, but they're also not breathing down my neck, which I love employers who don't breathe down my neck. It's like the best thing ever. So have you ever had an employer that did breathe down your neck? yeah absolutely which which one um definitely chick-fil-a uh definitely kumon <laughs> oh, too yeah, of course freaking hit those are probably like the two worst jobs I ever worked was chick-fil-a and kumon just chilies i mean i guess chilies terrible i don't feel like chilies they breathe down my neck at all because it as long really as depends on the job. management it really depends on management man because like chick-fil-a we had great managers on the night shift i just never got scheduled for a night shift because they put all the high schoolers there because they had school so i was in college so they wanted me working a day shift and that was when all like the stuck up 40 year old, you know, managers, director, hot shots are working and they just have nothing better to do. And it's so, so annoying. like, how would they like, w- like what made it feel like they were just like, um, literally, them? literally, I think I've, I've told you this oh, story. The walls. But, oh my God. Dude, yeah. I cracked a joke. I cracked a joke to my coworker after the customer left. And it wasn't a joke about the customer, it was just like a normal joke. And then she laughed and then my manager turns over and is like, what's so funny what's what's going on over here and i was like fuck i was like and she's like and she's trying to like get me it's like a freaking cop and i'm she's like did you have you uh stock sauces yet i'm like yeah i I stocked sauces she's like have you like cleaned like the counters yet yeah 
did that. You're not allowed to tell then, a joke and, and then, you. dude. And she's like, so like, what what are you doing right now? And I'm like, oh well, I I just I just did everything. And she's like, there's always work to be done. Like you, you can't be standing around. Like, uh, uh, and she knew it was BS because I literally did everything. And she's like. You could uh, clean baseboards. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you start cleaning those baseboards over there? Which was the dumbest story. Oh crap God, ever. Dude. I'm like, oh my dude, God. like, and meanwhile, like uh, the managers are so hypocritical. Like they, I was telling my aunt about this. It's like, they gave themselves the easiest jobs and they would be like, don't go on your phone. And they're on their phone the whole time. Like, and they're like That's making crazy. you do dumb crap. And I'm like, I forgot how bad that was. It was terrible. And then I was telling my aunt, I'm like, you know about this and she's like well maybe they felt entitled to do that because they like worked their way up there i'm like true but at the same time like that's not the sign of a good manager a good manager shows you that like they know how to play the game they like they do one of your tasks to make you feel inspired and then like maybe they like are doing that on the side but they want to still like show you that they're like one of you you know like they want to relate to you and they treat you like a human and i think every one of my bad managers viewed me as you can tell they viewed you as a number they viewed you as just labor how much are we getting out of you and how little can we put in and i think it you don't like being treated like an animal you know what i'm saying so yeah that was like annoying bro and it's like you literally have like better things to do you know what i'm saying and uh they like literally weren't saying i forgot how bad it was dude I, i mean i don't mean this in a bad way but like dude like i don't mean this in a negative way but sometimes i just think and i'm just like thank fucking god i never have to work a like food service job again in my life you know i'm just like that thought in my head just being like no more food service is so comforting to me it's just so i think though and i think you'd agree with this like everyone should work a food service job at least once in their life that's my i I hear a lot of people say that and i like i like yeah i I agree i agree you know i feel like dude like the amount of like respect i think that's like that me and you like would subconsciously have for like servers and bussers and cashiers that i don't think i would have if i didn't know what it was like being behind the counter because a lot yeah. of times you see those karens and they, they're like that because they don't know what it's like being slammed with orders and being stressed and you know someone you they get my order wrong like i don't even get mad because i know what it's like yeah it is i guess you know i think that my like not strong opinion on it is that i just don't like but you're not that kind of, I guess. Yeah, no, no, but, no, yeah, but I, I yeah. agree. I agree. Like, you know, like I would, I, again, I would never like complain about anything like that too or get upset. Right. Like, it's like so weird. Like those people, right. but those people in my mind are so like detached. Like, but I guess you're right. I guess if they worked, I, I just don't know if it's as simple as saying like they worked a serving job and it would be fine. You know? Yeah. I sometimes just think that there's just people that are just like. Just, just mean. like that. Just yeah. like that. Just like probably mean, just like mean probably. people, you know. So I don't know how much that would help because you also see people who are like the nicest people ever. And True, they, and, and they've never, never done that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, man. You know, bad. I don't know. That's always been my like X factor with a job is just like is management. After working fifteen jobs, like I literally worked fifteen jobs, which is insane. Um, like the X factor is management for me. Like that is the what makes or breaks a job for me. It's not the pay. It's not the work responsibilities it's management i think like i'm literally living it right now because i have a great manager and i'm doing all this unpaid work and i've done more work for this job than many probably half my jobs i've worked and it's like but i like i'm willing to do it because he's a good boss and i think like 
I don't think everyone's like me, like in terms of like management's the X factor. I think sometimes it's money. It's like, you'll do that because you're being paid more. But for me, I've noticed like, yeah, it's management. I think so 100%. too. Yeah. Cause right now I'm getting like trained all the time by people and like my bosses are super like hands on. Yeah, man. And in like the best way, like when I need help, you know, or like going out with me on appointments and I don't know, dude, Digicom just set me up just to be like super pumped about sales too, just because it was like kind of like all that social element of selling. I didn't get it all, you know, I didn't get to like work with people, you know, or like learn from people that much. And so that element I was like so deprived of that now I'm just like so happy to have it, you know, Mm. where I'm just like, wow, I could actually like hear other people on calls and like see how they're doing. And, and, and so collaborate, collaborate and like actually learn from people. And so it's, uh, yeah, it, it it feels like it opened the floodgate. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been a good time. Sick, but it does man. make me it's hella tired working full time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing. I'm literally like passing out right now. Like this whole week, I was passing out at nine o'clock, and I didn't even That's want wild. to. I was like, I want to stay up until ten. I'm like, I, I'm like, I can stay up till ten, and I'll still get a good sleep. And I just kept passing out. I would just be asleep on the bed, just watching That's TV. That's wild, that man. Just at nine full time and i'm like dang i'm full time you know so yeah. it's like you're going yeah. through it bro yeah yeah man i like though that sales you could get out of the office and everything though too that's a that's a great thing about it yeah yeah so at least i'm not stuck in the office but thank fucking god dude, i love office jobs let me just tell you that compared to that food service man office jobs yeah. were made for you know me. you know man you put were... me in an office put me in front of a computer and <laughs> Please cubicle, please cubicle. Not, not, you, I know you don't like your open floor. Plan. Pluck the open floor plans, dude. Yeah. Dude, it's so weird, dude. The cubicles now it's so nice, man. It's so nice. I have my own space. You know, you're not creeping yeah. on other people's territory. Like, but you're still like close to them. It's like the best of both worlds. Like, I love, yeah. I love the cubicle. Um, I love having my own little space, my own little nook, my own little base. Um. Yeah, and I actually might be switching because I guess I'm in a newbie cubicle right now. It's like, like, because like my bosses are kind of behind me, you know, yeah, not yeah, in a yeah. way. Yeah. Not really. Not really. It doesn't even feel like that though, because it's not like they're ever snooping, you know. I mean, it's it's so weird because everyone's on their phone all day because we all have iPhone 13s to mm. make calls on and mm. to text clients on. So it's so weird. So I think that actually kind of helps the dynamic of the entire office because then it's like. You can't tell if anyone's on, you know what I mean? Like you can't yeah. tell if anyone's, so it gives you the freedom to kind of like dick around for a second if you need but to. But honestly, that's why people go into sales is because I think you have a lot of autonomy. You know, you really f- command dude, Digicom, like they were on my shit. I don't know, maybe, dude, yeah, Digicom. But Digicom's different. They I were mean, on, they had a camera on me, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like, so that's why it's like. Facts, um, facts, that's true. D- that's why it's that's like, true. I did not feel that at Digicom at all. But I think, I don't think that's representative of like, sales you know like salespeople, like you're saying like you you're encouraged to go out like you're not even like it's bad if you're in the office seven days a week you know what i'm saying like you're out there in the field doing field work and stuff so yeah i think that's why yeah. people be sales is i've probably like, been out know, of the field like one out of three days i'd say yeah I'm that's like, cool not, not like all day but like you know in a and it'll probably like change as you get more experience and as you probably be a more, bit know, more yeah yeah so more. i think that's why people do sales is because you get a lot of autonomy and I've noticed that in the law, it's actually kind of similar to, which I really enjoy. Not like the movies and shit where they get to like run around the office with like papers and stuff. I think like, well, I haven't worked at like every firm, but I think like one thing I've noticed at the place I've been to so far is just that like lawyers have a lot of independence on like, it's your case. 
you make your deadlines and you know you gotta get your work done and you know you you're you, it's really more like just get it done that's really like and i think i like that a lot more than the show for eight hours which is basically food service you show for eight hours and you are just told what to do the entire time and you're just like running around at like their will but with like law it's like i mean you don't even have to come in as long as you get your thing done you know like you have a deadline on wednesday like get it done get that thing written that's interesting cause in a way you know? it's even more autonomous than, than at least where i'm at in sales because sales they're paying us still a base and they're still paying us like um you know um uh benefits so they still give a fuck about what we're doing so they still make yeah. us go like eight to five well, we know? have so much stuff to do that i think <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like yeah there's no way like we could even be like messing around because it's like yeah. you have so much work that's the thing because in sales some people coast so that's what like, oh, the company's afraid of you know yeah, yeah. especially like like good sales people too like once they get it once you get the ball rolling you know you could like meet that quota and then like kind of coast you know yeah or, like or just yeah. kind of like yeah so yeah so it's um it, there's definitely that's why they kind of like have to be on you a little bit you right know? right um that's just what they're afraid of but then it's kind of like it's also the pressure's not fully there because it's like okay if you do coast then what you're gonna milk it for like two three months or like maybe six months if you've been there a while and then they're gonna fire you you know what i mean it's yeah like, they're watching like eventually so. your numbers are gonna catch up to you in sales so it's kind of like they don't have to watch you too so it, it's a weird it's not they're not like on your back but yeah there's still a little bit of push yeah. but I think, so I, what's interesting though is that because we're selling a lot of copiers and stuff and there's a lot of money in that they always say that like law law offices is, 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 is caps on caps on um but they always say that law offices print a shit ton is that true do you guys like print a ton yeah. dude law, i told you about this i think the law is like what mm. printer do you guys have out of curiosity this sucks i actually look at the printer i'm like man tim should sell this guy because it like is not hey. not good we have a referral program, so if you refer me and we get the sale, you get a kickback on it. That's cool. That's cool. It's in Brea though, and I don't. I don't know. I've so been Brea there. would be out of my I, yeah. It's out of your territory. But I can still sell to it if it's like a personal relationship of mine, even though it's out. Yeah, of Yeah, I know it's jointly owned to by my lawyer and then the other guy, the insurance. Ask him if he's on a lease. He, I know he is. He's on a lease with the printer. And I know. He, I know he is. It says, um, it says like the copy guys on there. Do you know? It doesn't mean that, that they they could still they could still have it in cash and it just is managed by them. True. That's true. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, if he wants to quote though for uh, a copier, <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it's not the best like machine. I like Dude, ever since I learned ever since I learned like what you do and like it, it's made me look at copiers differently because I'm like oh like. Come on, they gotta like have a good one, you know, because it's a lease. But um, no, yeah, it's they do they do print a lot. The law is strangely archaic. Like it's it's so old. Like, geez, dude, I don't know. Like, it's like the opposite of like tech. I don't know. Like, like we're still we still have hard files. Like it's so annoying. Yeah, that's why, dude. It's a cash cow when it comes to selling them copiers. It is because. I haven't been at a law office. Copiers are expensive as fuck too. Like the, yeah. that copier, like it's like a standing one, right? It's like pretty big. Yeah. Like that copier, yeah. he, he yeah. probably spent like fifteen grand over the terms of the lease. Or no, more. it look it looks it looks big, and and law we literally like manually like scan stuff like all the time, like print stuff all the time. So yeah, I agree, man. It's so lame how like archaic the law is, but. I think it's one of those things where you have such a mountain of paperwork that it's like you just leave it the way it is because trials take years. So it's like, how are you going to have half your casework digitalized and the other half print?
printed. It's just before, for how you're going to scan all of it in, you know? So. Yeah, before I would say that's stupid, but now I'm saying, hey, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Let, yeah. me, let me sell you, you a know, copier, man. We're that's, keeping you alive. That's great. That's kind of interesting how, like, our careers kind of intertwine there. Our little sectors kind of, Dude, I'll be know, giving you kickbacks your whole career if you give me the copiers, man. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you, like, a good... And it's funny, because actually when I say... For, I, didn't, I meant to mention this, but when I say referral program, it's funny, because... There is, I am the referral program. Gotcha. We're allowed to say whatever the fuck we want. Go, oh, we I see. We have a buyback program. Oh, we have a referral I see what you're program. saying. It just, it just is my it's profit. It's a strategy. Yeah. It's just my profit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just paying for it. Yeah. You know? No, that's cool. So, that's cool, man. That's but, really yeah. cool. Yeah. That like, they give you that like ability to be creative. One, our, my trainer, he one time had a huge production deal, right? So there's like, dude, there's so many, like today I was just in Anaheim down the road, five minutes down the road. Right. And this is my production client that I actually met, and he actually went to the open house, which was awesome. And we had a follow up meeting at his place, and it's down. It's five minutes down the road, and it's like a probably fifty thousand square foot off La Palma, um, just print shop that has like this, like literally probably he probably has like fifteen twenty million dollars in printer Jeez. equipment, like huge like printers that would take up like like probably like. Dude, huge. Like, um, I don't even know how to like like a warehouse. Maybe. Yeah, like it would fill up a whole warehouse with one printer. Wow. Like what like that's wow. probably like a two million dollar printer that I saw today. I was really there. Wow. Um Wow. And cause they print they print for Disney. And so okay. they do they do all the prints for Disney and they like apparently like Disney, like there's no I can't sell anything to them right now, except for their we're gonna actually work on the software for their but stuff. But they're like on your radar or like But I'm building a relationship with them, so that's all it is. God, I had a point wild. to this though, too. That, talk about a big kahuna, man. Dang. But so, but um, but yeah. So it's like you wouldn't even think about like how much printing is being done. But it's like, and there's a shit ton of money. To true, be made in true. It. I mean, like someone's got to print out. I don't know. When like you all, said everything that, on this wall. Everything, yeah. When yeah. when you said that, like I thought immediately of like for some reason like the Incredicoaster ride. Like someone's got to print that like the stuff on that roller coaster. Like this. The signage. The yeah, there's signage. like specialized yeah, places yeah. that like print signage. Yeah, the stuff on the walls, like in their rides. That's like really interesting. To think like but like yeah. this guy this guy was printing like today we literally saw like for the disney 100 event he, he had like on the sheet like not not even cut yet staff cards like, oh like staff cards gotcha. um and he said that they told them him they needed like ten thousand of them by um next wednesday and they told him about it yesterday <laughs> so he has to get it done in like three business days Whoa. and then ship and so he like, but, and so they wanted foil on it and they can't do foil that quickly. So they had to like use like foil paper. It's like, they have to do all this like crazy like shit. Um, yeah. I know why they're asking for that. Cause the whole hundred theme is very like, it's very aluminum esque. Like, yeah. So that's literally yeah. what the, I haven't even noticed, but I just saw the day like yeah, the paper yeah. was like aluminum. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was creative. So it's actually not foil, but it's like, it looks like, no, foil. I know what you're saying. So, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like their whole theme right now. Yeah, and so it's yeah. So they literally are doing like the printing for that, and like, oh, do they have like a Fantasyland like wide format printer? Like, there's these wide format printers that are like bigger than like this whole entire area. Of these two beds that's just like that. Just so you saw it today, like they're just printing shit on it. I had a point to this that I was making though. Besides just that, explain like how insane printers are. Is that all I, I was doing? I, I don't know. I, feel I like mean, there's something else I was trying to say. I don't know. But yeah, printers are insane, man. It's like the there's a yeah. lot there's a lot and in Anaheim, my territory, there's a lot too. But yeah, it's a uh, it's no, interesting. I know Doctors' what you mean. offices print a lot. Um, yeah, 
it's weird. It's weird how much people um, print, but yeah, I didn't realize. I think how like insane printing is until I had to do my proposal I, because of like all those uh, yeah. vinyl printing. It's like wild. It's like so. It's like a whole industry. Yeah, dude. I've been learning a lot about printers in the past two months, and about a literally next week, I'm literally gonna learn about printers just some more. Just the whole week, huh? No, no. Well, oh. that's like because that's only a part of our business, you know. So that's probably. Like, oh, but it's your big. It's one of your biggest parts right so basically but basically the company used to be a whole bunch like like probably it was like 40 printer companies like copier companies nationwide and like 20 it companies came together and so like visual edge it bought yeah out yeah i remember you mentioned this to me yeah and but but with with the goal of turning the existing copier clientele to managed services clientele so that was the whole goal and then becoming a total technology provider so they're training us to not be kind of like copier first, you know, to kind of get, we want to like get the whole business, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll do anything tech-wise for you. We'll be your IT. But that's like your foot in the door. Well, almost. it's actually kind of the other way around because oh. the, co- the copier is actually the fucking cash cow. Gotcha. But nobody even thinks about that. So the foot in the door <laughs> is like, it's just fucking weird. That, that is never interesting, about, yeah. So the foot in the door is like security cameras, phone system, like IT services. Tinier things, yeah. And then um, you're trying to get to that. It's actually not even tinier though. Like you would not think like you'd think like phone system and security camera system and like cybersecurity IT, like I feel like those are all pretty equally in importance. Mm-hmm. And I honestly would probably rank copiers like number five on that list. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So it's like weird. But that's the cash cow. Yeah, that's cool. So it's weird. So you're it's like It's really cool working for stuff and then seeing the whole back end and just being like, Whoa, yeah. like that's really what like we I mean, I literally um this is so random, but I was talking to Sophia's friend the other day and she was we were they were trying to rank fast food lemonades and I was immediately like Chick-fil-A's number one and I know it because I made it. Like, <laughs> I, I know what they put in it. It's like it's quite literally lemon juice, water, and sugar. And they're like, I agree, Chick-fil-A lemonade's bomb. And I'm like, You just see it different, man, when you've been behind the curtain, you know. Yeah. Know. Yeah, and that, now it's so funny because now I'm looking at printers and I'm like this is cool. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. these are cool. I'm like, and a few months ago, I'd have been like, who gives a fuck about printers, you know? So, but you kind of have to just like convince yourself to be passionate about the of things course, you're selling. Of course. Um, and so, yeah. That's probably what makes a good salesperson is you could sell anything. I mean, that's why what Wolf of Wall Street, he's like selling this pen or whatever. Cause it's like. The pen tropes. It's a, so it is, obviously yeah. it's a trope, but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been fun though. It's been fun, and uh, and I like that honestly better too. But it's like interesting because like the office dynamics, it's funny because my trainer and there's also IT people in the office are all like sell IT, sell IT, sell cybersecurity. But then my bosses, like kind of my direct bosses, have been in like the printer world for a long time and copier world for a long time. So they're just kind of like, hey, sell that stuff, but we only really care about the copiers. Like, let's make some real money, you know? Because you right. can get like. Right, you can get like fifty percent margin in copiers. It's ridiculous. Jeez. It's ridiculous. That is insane. That's a cash cow for sure. And so yeah, so you get like fifty percent margins on it, and uh, and yeah, so then, and then we get paid on profit. So it's like, yeah. So I get it, but it's also like not exciting to sell, like really for a first <laughs> thing. Um, I mean, depending on the situation, you know. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's exciting to sell, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. But the Wild. law stuff it seems super cool, man. Too. That's uh, it's, uh It's also kind of like same. Not not. It's like you have to convince yourself. It's exciting. <laughs> I think well, the, the cases are exciting. Yes, I think the facts make it exciting, and then the whole legal process is kind of boring. But then you just you gotta do it. 
Wait, it's a dance. It really is. It's all this formality over like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Any last words? No, man. No, the, the journals were crazy. Though. <laughs> that was uh, that was super interesting. Um, and we need to get those digitalized. Absolutely.